This is exactly right. Hello, everyone. Al Madrigal from the All Things Comedy Network. Uh, quick message about fundraising. Thank you so much for listening to an All Things Comedy podcast that you are supporting here. We have a sticker uh, that you can buy for five bucks. It says, I support All Things Comedy. If you can go to TubeStart.com, we have a brief campaign going to support our new studio. No one's making money off of this. We're hoping to just have this studio support the comics and make sure they can record in a great place at no charge. And thanks to you. All right. Appreciate it. Allthingscomedy.com, tubestart.com. Thank you very much. Are you leaving or are you on your way back home? Either way, we want to be there. Doesn't matter how much baggage you claim. Give us a time and date. Terminal and gate. We want to send you off in style. We want to welcome you back home. Tell us all about it. Were you scared or was it fine? Mouth horn. Welcome to Do You Need a Ride? This is Chris Fairbanks. This is Karen Kilgara. Karen and Chris, uh, I'm the second one. Karen and I are leaving Mike O'Connell's house. Mike. With him in the car. He's in the back seat. Mike. Hello, how are you today? I'm terrific. How are you? Grand. We are uh, going to attend a comedy concert. At the Monty, my favorite bar in Los Angeles. It's beautiful inside the Monty. It's the best. You don't expect it when you first see that front door. <laughs> that neighborhood. And, yeah. lies the look of the inside. That's right. It's, the, it's like a treat. It's a secret. It's like Narnia. It is. You walk in those swinging doors and you're like, what's this piece of shit pool hall going to look like? I expect to go into a cloakroom and then an adventure would ensue. <laughs> and it does. If I could say it, it would. Do you know what it was before it was the bar it is right now, Mike? Um, they said that it was in a bunch of... Uh, what's his name? Movie. I, it, it was like a set. It was like a, it was like a junkie bar that they would sometimes use as a junkie bar in Starsky and Hutch. Oh. And uh, they claim that there were, like, it was a bookie bar and there were knees broken in the back alley and stuff like that. But you never know. You never really know when people start talking about broken knees. Yeah, and they, they say that like it's the coolest thing ever, and you're like, I think that's not that cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and kicks or it didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Violence is the worst folklore. Yes. In well, my opinion. It's not that hard. You can break people's knees. It's not like... Exactly. And then they You're talk about claiming. you for years. Yes. <laughs> yeah, well, it's nothing to brag about or write home about unless you're threatening your parents. That's right. This is true. We are doing... Tonight, what's the full title of your show? Drunk, Drunken Stories of Glory? Drunken Tales of Glory and Shame. Stand-up comedy spectacular. <laughs> and uh, 
Karen and I are both doing the show. We're all doing the show. We're all doing makes, the show. It's going to be some show. It makes it a special episode that we're all on the show. That's true. It doesn't happen that often. <laughs> and thank you for the ride. Do you oh. take Do you take people all over the place? Yes, I work for Uber. <laughs> oh, Waba. <laughs> when you say Waba, and I believe it's a word that you conjured, but does it not also make you think of Sammy Hagar? What? Cabo Wabo? Yeah, he has. Uh, he <laughs> that has that. <laughs> you said that like it was ludicrous <laughs> because of Cabo Wabo, for God's sake. I mean, sake. I don't think that's of, a place, isn't it? It's taken over. Your word has taken over Wabo, even the place. <laughs> it's Cabo Wabo San Lucas, right? <laughs> Yours is Waba, right? Yeah, Waba. I mean, yeah. soon it will be adapted by many. But. The story goes uh, he was sitting on a stool in Cabo San Lucas and someone walked in and said Van Hagar sucks I'm a David Lee Roth man and he immediately fell off the stool uh, and vomited and that's and then an idea was born that's the way that story goes the guy that didn't like uh, Van Hagar fell off the stool or Sammy Uh, Hagar Hagar himself he hit his head had a premonition he said I'm going to make whiskey that guy's right I like I like uh, David Lee Roth better also (laughs) that's how that's how the story goes (laughs) intriguing Uh uh-huh tonight Mike are you doing a new drunken story I will actually like it's just it's stand up or drunk tales like whatever you want to do so I think I'm going to do some songs some poetry and maybe tell some drunk jokes tonight. Nice. I'm changing up the format. Good. So I there's no pressure for me to then... Because I may have spent my drunk stories on the past. You can do as you wish. Oh, terrific. It's really just an excuse for people to get together and have a great time. I think <laughs> that you should work for a morning zoo. Because <laughs> that was just like the best. That's the most insulting thing you could say. Oh, no, me. I was... In a, in a lovely way. Oh, I mean, never. I, I would never. We've addressed it in the past that when Karen tags to certain t- <laughs> comments, uh, when when it's... it's You have to take on that role. That's right. Being the, being the, the kiss of estrogen up front. <laughs> the what? A kiss of estrogen. That's what I call any oh. lady. <laughs> <laughs> Just a wee bit Literally, none of those syllables together formed anything I could recognize as a phrase. I, Kiss of estrogen, I've never heard or imagined that phrase before. I don't yeah. think that it is one that is common. Or yeah, it's said your possibly a Sade song. Or... <laughs> it's your Waba, really. I think we've found your Waba. Finally. When, where's mine? I think by the end of the ride... <laughs> We're all going to have our own Waba. We'll all have our own Waba. <laughs> What's been going on lately, Mike? Now, do you still work at the Monty? I no longer work at the Monty. I just do the show every third Monday. He doesn't need to work at the Monty anymore. Were you in Transparent? No. Why does uh, somebody else ask me that? <laughs> oh, I don't know why. I Those thought are I saw alike. you in a picture with Jeffrey Tambor. That would be... I would be telling you all about that. <laughs> that would be a bra- big like brag. A very well, I combine well, your like... photo with Mr. Tambor with the fact that I know that in real life, your genitals are a mess. <laughs> <laughs> that oh. You just can't tell which ones they are. They're just pixelated. It's yeah. not... They're fine once you... <laughs> all meat grinders should come with it directions. Nonetheless, I feel that someday I'll find someone who will tolerate them. <laughs> someday. <laughs> That's your next romantic dream. song. Yeah. <laughs> 
tolerate my genitals <laughs> for six to nine months. Wow. That's are you, how long. Why are you uh, that's how so long. dead on? That's, just how, that's how, it, how long it usually lasts for Karen me. Karen <laughs> is a professional singer, as are you. But she just professionally sang a make em up. I know. Yeah. She that was really awesome. Improv. Thanks. I loved it. And I like they, to spring them on people. Yeah, I like it when they're sprung. I like it when you do that. That's why you're a match made in heaven. <laughs> Mike and I were actually going to, we we probably still will. We were yeah. going to work on music together. Oh, we must. Yes. Um, but I think we're both exactly alike where we were both like, the other person will get it together and I'll just show <laughs> up. And we're both so that way that it never happens. Can I, understand. I show up while you guys are recording? Because I have a song idea that I want to do with both of you because I can sing reggae pretty good. I want to do a reggae song about white people with cornrows. Okay. Or dreadlocks. That sounds like a very viable comedy song. <laughs> yeah. Are you sure that Weird Al hasn't done it yet? Oh, you're right. Have you he done did. your research? That's the most important thing about comedy songwriting. <laughs> it's all research. It's all research. At the end basically. of the day, it's rhyming and research. The two R's. <laughs> I forgot that he did do that to the sound of uh, "I Get Knocked Down" by Chumbawamba. What was it? Um, it's cornrow song. Let's just uh, <laughs> for real. I, w- I wish, but no. Oh. I He's trying to create some perfect world where... <laughs> <laughs> where his, everything's been covered. Where his whims occur. <laughs> See, I've found that with the show format, Mike, I, because I, in reality, do drink possibly to excess, or have in the past, <laughs> a lot of the stories um, just don't come to me because I've forgotten them because of the alcohol beast. Do you have many stories that other friends like from Montana or something just tell can, you back and remind me of yeah do some texting yeah maybe I should can you guys remind me of my worst moments I'm sure <laughs> they I were do? funny it's a, yeah it's a, it's a fine line between a dark story and a funny dark story you know yeah I think that last time my instinct was to do a montage of moments so I spent like just five of them by mentioning them but I could elaborate on any of them like the stolen... I, I really enjoyed your montage. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. That was a good one. Karen, will you be doing a drunken story? Yeah, I. Uh, to be totally honest, I haven't thought about this part of it at all today. <laughs> I knew we were going to be podcasting and picking up Mike. I have a and guitar, I knew too, could... if you want to do oh, songs. Playing your guitar. I love that guitar. It's a gentle sound. <laughs> it's, a, it's a gentle lady. Um... <laughs> That, that I, that I willingly of, uh, share. Estrogen, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> the kiss of estrogen. Have you ever had to borrow a guitar from somebody who's obviously not excited about it? <laughs> yes. Like, I love that. It was somebody who's very like, nobody can play my guitar. And also I'm uh, kind of intermediate, lower intermediate, so I kind of play it pretty hard as I don't really know. Um, I, sorry. Sure, I'll take that Perrier. Thank you for providing it, Mike. Yeah, Mike brought drinks for us. Yeah, that never has happened. In the beginning, when we were all excited, we provided drinks for the, the guests. Glad to be here when the passion is worn off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is the audio of a classic spit take. Right on the fucking stage. If anyone, if anyone, needs, if anyone needs any genuine Foley work, uh, that was a spit take uh, landing exactly on the Zoom 6. No, that's okay. Takes a licking. Oh, that was funny. <laughs> that was a good one. I hope more moments like that happen and make up for my fake story about Weird Al. 
<laughs> and then your accusation that I stole something from yeah. Sammy Hagar. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, finger you, pointing. you open with an accusation yeah. that guava uh, it is somehow... I simply asked <laughs> in a non-passive aggressive way if waba reminded you of wabo. Cabo, no. Wabo juice. I did. There's so think, many things with Wabo. It's like Wabo Grill is now a thing. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, it's like, I don't, it's not like something that I've copywritten. It is. I mean, it's, I've possibly stolen it from uh, some Can you copyright a, a Tourette's-like outburst? <laughs> I've copywritten Wabacor, which is my corporation. Oh, that's good. <laughs> oh, yeah, Wabacor. That's... Wabacor, like, really is getting it done these days. Now, really? is the How many employees do you have? Well, I'm the only employee. I have seven. I have nine Cabbage Patch kids working oh, for right. me. Oh, right. Day and night. Uh, he's not kidding. And uh, they all reside in a large chair together. I, I was at their <laughs> birthday party. Yeah, Darnell, well, Darnell's 30th. There's yes. a beautiful photo of that. Oh yes, we are all. It was like, uh, looks. That's my favorite picture. It's the best picture. Keep it's going beautiful. Straight. Keep it's, going straight. You, but I can't. I, I was in the left turn lane. It's okay. Oh, okay. I can just uh, do some other stuff. Okay, sorry. Um. I. Uh, I don't think Melrose actually goes all the way. That's what I'm just remembering. Yes. Yes. Ah. Now we're we're on a podcast, but I'm telling you, I don't know. Should I put it in the machine? Absolutely. There's always a segment on the podcast called Backseat Driver, and it <laughs> should happen because I'm a horrible front seat driver, and I need all the help I can get. And anytime Karen offers it, I am appreciative. I hope it didn't seem otherwise. <laughs> no, no, no. I did. I didn't realize you were in a lane. Uh, and you're right. That I was heading us right into that weird dead end area. Yeah, by the Virgil. That the, place, you yeah. know, I've had a bad taste in my mouth ever since I yelled at those people in line there. Oh, that's right. During the Guy Burnham. You got beef over at the Virgil? Chris, well, Chris heckled a line full of people I waiting just, for a show. I don't like when there's a comedian I've never heard of that's gross, way more popular than me. <laughs> Who's young and handsome and been doing it six years. That is upsetting. It is <laughs> upsetting, isn't it? I think it's good to express those feelings. Don't keep them pent up. But Mike, you have been up. Please tell me for reals what you've been up to lately, because I you go, oh, I have it in my head that you're just doing terrifically. Um, I don't know. And I think, my head never lies. <laughs> oh yeah, it does. I was trying to figure this out. Uh, this this route out. Sorry. This way, right? Okay. I, I will talk. Now I feel like a total asshole. No, no. Oh, because you're looking at your phone. Well, I'm the last time Mike, I saw you, oh, the last time I saw you, um, I can hold it. Oh, okay. Was uh, on the WB lot when you were doing Sullivan and Sons. Oh, yes. I had a, I was There's on a, a television thing. program. You I were wearing you a nice suit. Yes, I know. I, they let me be uh, a man who came out of the closet on the show. Oh. That you, was refreshing. That's... Do you still remember your lines? Uh, my mother died. And, well, I was like, oh, my mother's in the hospital. He's like, that's too bad. That's not good luck. And then I was like, and then I get a call and she died. And I say like. Oh my God, she's dead! I can finally come out. I'm free. <laughs> I'm free. <laughs> Is that how you read it? Uh, of course, <laughs> I love it. And then I think take a right onto 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 Virgil. Uh oh, right. yeah. He hates Virgil. Oh, okay. I will do it. Oh, but I thought you hated the Virgil, which is an establishment. No, the whole street. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> oh, I drove by it anyway. There you are, you motherfucker. That's what I call that building. It it looks closed. Oh, I'm sorry, Karen. We've made an effort not to drop the f bomb, and there I went. Oh, oh are you? Is there I no can't. swearing? I know. I just I swear like a cross country trucker, and it's sad. That's why we have a jar up here 
filled with pennies. <laughs> Every time she curses, you hear a jingle, and that's when an angel gets insulted. Soon we'll have enough to go to Cabo Wabo. Yeah, and and like validate your story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Prove it. No, uh, yes. Um, I also saw you by the fountain. Oh, I love that fountain. I like to walk around Hollywood quite a bit. That's why getting this ride has been its just majestic. Because you're a big walker? Big walker. Not a big driver. Not a big driver. Why don't you drive? <laughs> I oh, drive. Why don't uh, you drive? I have a car right now. I drive it about. But I don't like driving it. Yeah. It's horrible. you get to see a lot more when you're walking. And everybody's so grumpy in the cars. (laughs) (laughs) So true. When I first got the car and I had to sit in traffic for the first time, I was like, wow, you can feel the demon energy floating above the highway. (laughs) And And coming in through the air conditioner. Oh, this is really how everybody deals with the day. Yeah. (laughs) It's really amazing. It is when I am at my worst. And you've seen me filled with rage. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, (laughs) every time I come over Barham, because it's the only way to get from my house to Hollywood, Uh uh, if you leave any time after 4.30, it's bumper-to-bumper traffic, (laughs) and it takes 25 minutes to get over what normally takes four minutes a hill to get... It's just infuriating by the time... And I'm mad at myself because I never add the additional time. Right. I never do the correct traffic math, even though I've lived there for 10 years. Yeah, you just can't, you time it by, uh, as the crow flies. As I want it to be. Yeah, I know, as I want it to be is the best way to, because it's like (laughs) a whole city worth of people are just expecting it to be okay. Yep. And (laughs) like. And that causes this great philosophical problem and traffic problem. Yes. (laughs) Because they're like, I'm an executive at Paramount. I should get there when I want to. Why should I have to wait behind this peasant? Exactly. And then that makes people drive crazy, and they're usually in a BMW. Yeah. The people you're talking about. You know who you are out there. Yeah. All you executives who constantly listen to the podcast. By the way, thank you for listening. (laughs) We'd love to talk to you about some ideas about traffic. Yeah. Yeah. We're pitching a show about executives, and we'd like to pitch it to you. And we're fine with you being grumpy in your car. (laughs) We totally get it. It's basically about how what assholes executives are. You'll love it. Try not to get insulted, but I think you'll like the story arch. Or arc. <laughs> story arch. It's a fallen arch of a story. Oh, we just, oh, we just cursed St. Louis. Did oh, I... the other thing, the one thing I was doing, I got a song that I wrote is going to be in a movie with David Hasselhoff. That what? And he sings it. That's amazing. <laughs> what? So I wrote this song because uh, I was helping out on this movie. I was an associate producer on this movie. My friend Ken Jung is in with David Hasselhoff and, like, Hulk Hogan and stuff. <laughs> oh, that sounds and, amazing. And, uh, they were trying to kind of come up with the last song that they could do and, or, like, you know, like a song they could do in the movie and <laughs> I wrote some song. Uh, and they, they were like, okay, I gave it to David Hasselhoff and he was like, Mike, I don't want to like it. I didn't want to like it, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right. I so we recorded it. And Can you it, give us a teaser? Just a um, little taste? It's about, like, ruling the world. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a really positive... It's almost like a Katy Perry song or something yes. like, for David Hasselhoff. That's amazing. So that was like... And he's one of my big childhood heroes. So Because to of me, Knight Rider? Because of Knight Rider. Yes. Mm-hmm. It was a big deal to me and my brother. And so... Uh, <laughs> 
And so... Should I turn on third? I think you can keep going. The oh, machine uh, says you can continue. Oh, listen to the machine. Do not rage against it. <laughs> when I'm around Mike, I accidentally talk like him. I think that's the idea. I'm really sorry. No. Mike, I'm sorry that I always do that. No, no. You're an influence on me. That's good, right? Or bad. Especially in the moment. <laughs> well, according to David Hasselhoff, it's bad, but he he likes it anyway. <laughs> Why Real would power. he say that? Oh, I no, no. I, I think he just... It was just like... He was. He doesn't understand not, comedy. He didn't expect. He didn't expect to enjoy it, but then oh, he did. Okay. And That's so great. My guy like, get confused yes. when things are supposed to be satirical. Yeah. But you know what? I like it. Oh, clearly a man who's done the videos he's done and everything. Like I, I don't think he's he joking when he, he. Oh, he absolutely embraces the whole like. Yeah. He's just having a good time. The left. How about here? Left. It says left on Wilshire, but oh, let's do it. Oh, is seventh. Why would you take a left on it? Well, probably because of some one-way situation. Once you get downtown, boy, do I sweat like I'm at LAX. <laughs> so it's going to work out perfectly. To the airport. But it's not all the way downtown. We're, we're, it's like right before. Oh, yeah, so we don't sure. have to get to the crazy oh, part. God. No. Just the scary to park part. <laughs> yes. But then once again, we'll push past that. I'm, and we'll I'm, get in the bar part, which yeah. is very safe. That's the rad part. That's the super th- rad part. <laughs> I think I wish that uh, you had your guitar strapped to your shoulder right now because I want to hear your pop song. Maybe you can't deliver it until it's been. Yeah, I've got to wait on that. I think. Oh, well, then sing something else. Sing. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me a joke. Yeah, that's we just became the guy on the airplane yep. that says, "Oh, you don't seem funny." Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to hear the song I wrote for my upstairs neighbor? Yes. Yes. Take off your whore boots. Take off your whore boots. Take off your whore boots now. <laughs> That's all. Is she a big, is she a big plomper? She's a clumpsy lady. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because those shoes are very trendy yeah. right now. And I would say only 30% of the women that wear those shoes know how to walk in them. Yes. So it's just all you hear. I and it's them, rude to call them that, but it was it's just like at a certain point I'm like, are you just doing laps <laughs> up there? I like to call them Judy Loud shoes. Judy. <laughs> that, that's, that's my nickname for them. Yeah. Hey Judy Loud it's shoes. It's almost like you're in some sort of psychological experiment where they ring a bell on one side of the apartment and then like cheese is produced at the other side of the apartment <laughs> and they're going back and forth. Clamp clump clamp. Yeah. Oh, that's- also, why can't they take them off if they're in their own apartment? I know, because she... they feel so good, or that gives them power. Or... <laughs> I feel like those... Don't you feel like the, the gait of people improves with these... It's like men in, uh, men in cowboy boots, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's just their gait changes, and you're like, I'm a little more cocksure. Yeah, but yeah. those things are, well, at least to me anyway, are truly like torture. I don't understand being in your apartment and wearing them. Yeah. That's, I mean, if you need that much confidence, you go really, to therapy. Yeah, you've really bought into the whole thing. <laughs> like, Big whoa. time. Yeah, aren't you? I, I buy into the commercial where you kick them off and put on a pair of chick jeans and lay back and uh, take a Calgon bath. <laughs> you buy into 1978. Yeah, I 100%. do. 100%. She yeah. has an image to maintain, though, even in her apartment. Which the is image of a Clydesdale horse. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just The auditory you. experience of a Clydesdale horse. <laughs> Budweiser um, here. And then I think... I think you have to take oh, I'm so sorry it's okay what do I take you take a left on oh Union I love Avenue oh okay we have a little time oh I love or, no wait is it a right time. I think it might be a right okay because a right would go to seven right yeah mm-hmm. yes let us take a right is this MacArthur Park it is. melting 
in the dark. That's oh. the best song ever. That no Look one really all knows. It's the best that. song. Yeah. Oh, it's so beautiful. It's so I weird. just bought Donna's Summer's Greatest Hits, and that I can't stop listening to that song. It's re- and it's really long. It has many parts, and it's just like so beautiful. And you don't know if it's about love or what. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's about whatever you bring to it. Yeah, because a lot happens in that park. Sometimes it yeah. is love. And not one mention of the junkies. <laughs> <laughs> this whole seven-minute song with like five different parts and not one mention of the drug abuse. And not one mention of that trembling bush that says unspeakable requests. <laughs> <laughs> Feed me. I think, um, so yeah, I get in the right lane. All right. And then uh, up on the right, it says union. Yeah. Oh, Are you union. using Waze? No, I was just using um, Google, Maps. Google Maps. Yeah. Google it. Do You Need a Ride? Sponsored by Waze and Google. Whatever gets you there, <laughs> it's none of our business. Waze and Google. <laughs> or is it our business? That depends on if, whether or not they answer our letters. Did you see the Chillmeister? The he, chill- took, he took all of his time crossing the street. Oh, that oh, chill- yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Just the chillest... Bro of uh, all Judy Clompers and, and a chill bro. <laughs> they should get married. They should at least have a cartoon. Just wander around in circles. <laughs> I walk, I slowly walk the streets as my lover slowly walks above Mike. She walks like she's in the streets, whereas I walk like I'm in her apartment because she kicked me out and I long for her. Now there's a deep backstory to the duo. Yep. Oh, and then was uh, seventh? Oh, shit. Did well, uh, we can just go, you know. Okay. Not going so good. Um, now we are... This is a gorgeous part of... Is this Koreatown, would you say? I think this is... Is it MacArthur Park? MacArthur Park slash... Well, I am a fan. Westlake in, Village. Maybe, in or all Westlake, Westlake of, Village. Of that white building. that I've never seen bricks be so shiny and shellacked. Yeah, that looks nice. It's beautiful. That could be some kind of... Uh... You would never know someone was currently being murdered in that. <laughs> that's the old murder building. You're, yeah, oh, that's where they won one a week at least. <laughs> Guaranteed. Mondays, and they want to start the week off right with a fresh with a freshie. <laughs> Down the basement. <laughs> it does look like they just painted it. I know that hotel is around here where they found the woman in like the water. In the system. Yeah, in the system. Oh. So every t- building like that, I look at, I'm like, probably a body in the. <laughs> in, like guys, somewhere. Don't drink the water. Yeah, Can you remind me of that story? Because that, I. It's very upsetting. It's a uh, drunk that, woman, right? Yeah. It, well, I think she was. Was she an exchange student, or she was Asian, and I think she was here either visiting or like as a student, but she was staying in this really shitty. What is it? It's the hotel. It's like, I forget the name. Uh, yeah, maybe we shouldn't say. But it's all, yeah, Could it's just like one of those hotels. There's one right down here that just kind of s- sells it like it's a Hollywood, in Hollywood, and it's like in not in Hollywood, even though Hollywood's dangerous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not in Hollywood, and people kind of live there. It's almost like a transient hotel. Yeah. Okay. So she was there. The last video they have of her is in the elevator, pressing the buttons all panicky. Wandering. Uh huh. And then she ended up dead in the cistern on the roof, which is where they hold all the water that everybody uses that uh, is, stays in the hotel. So people were yeah. kind of drinking her. Drinking and showering and all the things you would not want to do with the uh, dead body. Why did she upsetting. end up in there, though? Was there foul Doesn't play or drugs? I believe and then I it think was. You could take a left right yeah. there. Okay. Or, the, or your soonest left. 
Okay. Yeah. Uh, was it foul play? I mean, I think it really was. Right? I think there was something super suspicious going on, but the fact that she wasn't found for I think it took a while to figure that out because it was. But even yeah. in your even in a drug state, wouldn't you know? Oh my gosh, I'm climbing into a cistern. No, she didn't climb in there. That's where they put the body. I oh, believe she was murdered for sure. Yeah. Oh, that's awful. It was, it's yeah. it's really dark. Awful on like oh, ninety that's... different levels. Okay, now I know. The I thought. Well, then of course there was foul play. Yeah. Oh, nuts. I mean, because you can't really wander into a cistern or get up into it, I don't think. I, I'm i sorry that I made us even talk about it, but it is Halloween. And so. also, I I could talk about that. I know. Day. you it's like a, She watched the Dateline on it. Oh, yes. I've watched them all. 48 hours on ID. So is 48 hours regular. It is. It, it is. is. We're, we're right here. Oh, my Lord. We're so good at this. <laughs> we're so close. Are you feeling, Mike, uh, an urgency to get in there? You you can totally say yes. Oh, I mean, are we, no, I don't. It's I have to. Feet. Oh, shadows. It's in 600. <laughs> okay, lady. Okay, lady. Lady, please. We will have arrived, uh, but whatever you want to do. Well, where are we at there, Karen, with the uh, time? Oh, well, let me tell you. Destination we're, look, 20, we're 27 minutes. Oh. Well, perhaps we can. What if we recorded some of the show? Well, oh, yeah. Is that a harebrained idea or what? I don't think so. No, I'd love that. Let's do that, and then we'll all be at ease. We can hear. Oh, and that's you can park. Oh, there should be parking on this street. Indeed. Yeah. It's so hard for me to do things and also drive and also talk, and I think... That's why you're the perfect guy gets, for this podcast. <laughs> everyone gets frustrated with me. But I uh, will bring us back to where we need to be in a moment. I just wanted to prolong our time together. No, it was, it's, been, it's been joyous so far. Um, oh, this is always... This is one of those blind benders. A lot of those. A lot of those And since I've, got, since, I had my, since I've been driving... For the first time in a very long time, I've had my car towed and someone knock off license plates. And you're like, this is why everyone's so stressed out every day. If a bad car thing happens, it fucks you up so bad. Yeah. Yeah. I think that is how a lot of people move here with these hopes and dreams. And then something that has to do with a vehicle happens to them and they go back to Wisconsin. (laughs) At any moment, you could be like, there's most likely at least 27 people crying about their cars. (laughs) And crying inside their cars. And crying inside their cars because it won't start or just for whatever reason, there's just... Was this a spot right here? Perhaps it is. Look at that. So many bad things can come of the car shadow. Can we just acknowledge how sweet of a... In my time visiting you at the Monty, Best or doing your ever. concerts there, I've never parked this close. My comedy concerts? Yeah, you have a lot of <laughs> concerts there. And uh, I've never parked right in front. This feels terrific, and I think it's a good omen for uh, the night. And The also... show is going to be the cat's PJs. <laughs> Big time. The cat will slumber well tonight. <laughs> Comfily. Um, so, should we just go in and yeah, experience... Can you... This is portable... It is indeed portable. And we I'll, have some time I'll before come it in, comes. So from this point, we're going to hear. Begins. Should we all say one goal that we hope we reach during this show? Yes, I think that's a good way. It's a good way to uh, close things out. Um, we just, um, it's just we're dead. I don't know why. Hello. Hello. Te- um, Hello. Okay. Can you hear me? Nope. Nope. Everything went down. Oh. Oh, you know what? That <laughs> Your was headphones? simply my headphones. Oh, good. So the uh, what you just experienced for me was uh, panic. Sure. I also put in another spit take in there. I don't know if you heard that, but um, here from, we go. From Let's the just, panic? 
Yes, yes, I, I often vomit when I'm nervous. <laughs> uh, I know it sounded silent, but it was, it's, what is sitting here is uh, not silent at all. Uh, what? So uh, can you repose your question? Yes, I'll say uh, we should all say a thing that we hope, a goal that we hope to achieve in doing the show tonight. Okay. So I'll give my example one. I'll give one. Okay. I'll go first as the example one. Okay. Um, since I don't have anything planned... I hope to not shut down on stage based on reaction and instead think of a good story and just enjoy the telling of it. I think that's, I, I almost want to say ditto, but I, yeah, I mean, uh, but that's no beautifully put. It. it was beautifully put. <laughs> Guys, I, thanks. I'm, I'm excited. If I could speak for you to see you fly by the seat of your pants. Thank I you. think I rely on it too much. So tonight I'm going to do something scripted. Oh, uh, which I have not yet written, so I've really uh, made a bed for myself. <laughs> a scripted thing that you have seven yeah. minutes to write. Yeah, I actually haven't. I, I, can I change mine? <laughs> I sure. Just, I do want to go back to it being just like yours. I hope that uh, I I do a few jokes to spice things up, and then follow it up with a with a drunken story about uh, a car I stole once. Mike sounds lovely. Yeah, um, Mike, yours your goal would be the most important because it is goal. your show. Is to really run a tight ship. Oh, <laughs> shit. And just really, you know, be uh, just somebody that the other performers can look up to as far as punctuality is concerned. <laughs> I also long for the guffaws um, to thunder through the bar <laughs> for each performer uh, as if they were the bulls of Pamplona. <laughs> and for all that come and not perform, I wish upon them... The time of their lives. <laughs> because they're the audience, right? <laughs> that went from a Native just, American... Like, it might just be for us. I love all the people that was. <laughs> there was a rainbow, a rainbow of Americans. Yeah, it was all of us. <laughs> I, I want to talk to Mike Moore. We can do that. I know. Yeah, yeah we can. And right there in the um, bar, too. Okay, terrific. Okay, good. Well, good. let's go in and have a comedy concert. Wow. <laughs> As it has done for many years, Halloween once again arrived, filling me with a deep existential malaise that I have found is only accessible during the season of fall. I admittedly have never been a fan of the holiday, as it causes me great concern when those who lack personalities during the rest of the year decide to show the sexy, scandalous, or salacious side of themselves. <laughs> Why would you reserve and then relegate your fun and all wild nature to burst forth on only one day of the year has always been a mystery more intriguing to me than that even of the Yeti or the monster of Loch Ness. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, if you are only having fun and if you are only fun and outgoing one time a year, then you have fallen prey to the greatest of societal and peer pressures, the pressure to live a moderate and mild life. That being said, I do appreciate how this once pagan ceremony has been commandeered and turned into a holiday on which one gets brazenly drunk in the name of demons. <laughs> Not wanting to be the grump with Not wanting to be the grumpus without a costume, I pulled out my unitards from the closet. <laughs> Trying each of them on and deciding that I would be terribly foolhardy were I not to employ a silver little velour number that I recently purchased at a thrift store. It made me look stupid, it made me look fat, but not content with just looking stupid and fat. I donned a mullet wig and my costume was complete. 
<laughs> and so I sit at the back of my unitar and I give myself a high five in the beer and said, this is probably going to be the dumbest Halloween ever. And dumb it was. Oh, so dumb it was. <laughs> Some friends and I did karaoke at a long gone place in Santa Monica called the Bitter Redhead. There were about ten people, and quickly everyone became quite depressed that they had gone through the trouble to even dress up for such a lackluster affair. We had many shots to dull the boardroom. Not even my not even my rousing version of Tom Jones' Delilah could raise the forlorn spirits of my compatriots. I felt the demons, somehow displeased with our sacrifice, were conspiring to ruin a night that should have possessed so much levity, so much joy! At our lowest point, that being when a local drunk sang a gut-wrenching, scream-laden version of John Lennon's mother that would have haunted Mr. Lennon himself, <laughs> an event occurred that would change the trajectory of our evening, nay, the trajectory of our lives. For it was then that three women of profoundly obese girth entered the establishment, dressed as a demon, a nun, and what looked to be a lumberjack. <laughs> they came straight for my friend Nathan, Patrick, and myself. What do we have here, I said. It seems to be a demon and a nun, and judging from your flannel, you are either a male comic or a lumberjack. <laughs> The lumberjack-looking lady replied, I'm not wearing a costume. Well, I said, honest mistake. For reasons that still mystify me, my, my insult must have been misheard or misunderstood. For the next thing I know, she grabbed me by the unitard and said to me drunkenly, I like you. You're coming with me. And me, lacking self-control and free will, said, Of course, darling, of course I'm coming with you. <laughs> we all jumped into the lumberjack's truck. Nathan quickly began to make out with the nun in the back seat as Patrick charmed, easily charmed demon. And I, was, and I was in the front seat with the, the lumberjack, drunkenly embracing an awkward silence that was nearly as large as a rubinist frame. We arrived at their friend's party and continued to drink as irresponsibly as we could for some time. Everything was going quite swimmingly until around 2.30 in the morning when it began, it began circulating the, around the party that our friend Nathan, in a frenzy makeout session, had bitten a nun in a manner she found unpleasurable. <laughs> Patrick and I tried to assure the demon and the lumberjack that we were not at all like, our, like that, as Patrick had not bitten anyone in years. And I myself, not in over two and a half months, a new record for me. <laughs> it required no reassurance, as we soon realized that these girls would have fucked us if we were Pol Pot and Stalin. <laughs> the lumberjack and the demon became sufficiently drunk to take us back to their place. When we arrived at her apartment, she turned on a bright light in her bedroom that revealed to me the greatest quandary of the evening. Lacking sufficient light throughout the night, I'd been unable to discern her ethnicity. At times she looked Mexican, but at others she looked Korean, and even others mildly Chinese, and still others possibly Peruvian. I drunkenly convinced myself that I need not know her ethnicity, as it was possible that she was all woman at once, and to make love to her was to make love to all of femininity. 
uh, with Karen and Chris.